Hey, Mama. Welcome to the Mom Walk Collective podcast. My name is Ari, and I'm a little bit thrown off because Jamie is not on our intro today because she's sleep training. So we're just going to keep it real. Um, today we have Melanie, and she is our badass ambassador from Buffalo, New York. They walk in the snow, which mind boggles me because if I show up, I will be showing up in the summer or fall to your walks. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Or or you guys will be like in shorts and something and I'll be in like a parka. But a parka. it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Melanie, can you help um our listeners get to know you a little bit? Are you married? How many kids do you have? Um, did you always grow up in Buffalo? Just a little bit of background to get us started. Sure. So um I am twenty nine years old. I've been married for a year and a half. Um, but my husband and I have been together for eight years this year, which is crazy. Wow. Um, I know. We both grew up in Buffalo, but we both grew up in a suburb outside of the city in Orchard Park. Um, he was a senior when I was a freshman, so I knew who he was, but, like, didn't know him. And we actually didn't meet until after I was in college and stuff. But, um, yeah, we so have one crush. Son. Yes. Did you have a crush on him? I didn't really know him that well. Like I knew who okay. he was because he, to know him, you you would understand, but like, he is so loud and obnoxious that like, <laughs> he was like that person that everyone knew who he was, but I didn't like personally know him. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds yeah. creepy when I say yeah. it, but yeah. <laughs> I get so, it. I get it. Okay. Yeah. So we got married actually very Buffalo. We got married on 716 day. Um, which is our area code here. And it became kind of like a little holiday. Oh, wow. Um, so we did an entirely Buffalo themed wedding. What the does colors, that mean? Everything. So we, well, we did Buffalo Bills colors. So okay. my girls wore red dresses. The guys wore these like gorgeous blue suits. They all had like the Zubas Buffalo Bills lining in them. Um, and then we just tried to tie like different things from the city in. So our table numbers were like our favorite places around Buffalo. And we put like pictures in them. Um, the food was all Buffalo themed. So wings, beef on whack, um, roast beef, or that is beef on whack. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Just Thank like you for the things. explanation though, because I didn't know what that was. So I was playing cool. Oh, yeah. So that's a Buffalo thing too. So roast beef, beef on whack. There's these rolls called Kimowek rolls. Okay, don't know okay. why they're like famous to Buffalo, but they are. Um, so they call them beef on whack and you're trying to find them the best sandwich, like wherever you go. And, you know, it's just like a delicacy. Oh, so, which have excited. you ever heard of? Have you ever heard of sponge candy? No. <laughs> okay. So sponge candy is like this airy sponge filled sugar candy and it's covered in chocolate but it like melts in your mouth. It's so good. Mm. So we had like sponge candy as desserts, um, krushikis, which are like a Polish dessert. Like, whoa, yeah, whoa. I feel like I need to go on a food tour and go to Buffalo. When you come, we can do that because there's so much good food here. I'm down. But, We're yeah, planning so. on going out to New York in the fall. So I'll be hitting you up because I'm like, be awesome. I, I love food. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so good but yeah so we got married um and actually 
kind of sad, but shortly after, about a week after our, we got married, my dad passed away. Um, and then we found out we were pregnant a few weeks later. So that was kind of like a whirlwind. little bit mind blowing. Yeah. Um, but now Maverick's here and he's nine months old and he's the coolest little kid ever. Like we love him so much. Oh, so. and what's his exact birthday? Cause I know he's like a week before or after the twins. May 6th. May 6th. Yeah. And then we're yeah. May 14th. Yeah. He was due. Oh, my due date was like the 19th. And then, um, I had just a little bit of preeclampsia, like mm-hmm. had no problems with it my entire pregnancy. And I actually went in for something else. I went in for a fluid check and we like thought we were going home and I, we brought our bags just in case. I was like, let's just bring them. Like Smart. the nurse in me was like, maybe just to be cautious. So we took them and then they were like, oh, you had high blood pressure when you got here. Like you have to stay. And I was like, mm. okay. But labor How many and delivery weeks were you at that point? Just turned 38. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I was already starting to dilate and like feel things. So I was like, all right, like maybe we'll have a baby. Maybe we won't. And they made me do a 24-hour urine collection, which Mm. being a nurse, I was like, oh, okay, like I've done this a million times. They're the most tedious thing as a nurse because you have to go into the bathroom every time after the patient pees and dump their urine into this like giant red jug. Yeah. And you have to keep it on ice too. It has to stay cold. If the pee gets warm, it's no good. So you oh. have to like <laughs> things you learn. <laughs> oh, so you have to like continually put the ice in and keep it cold. And they were like, every time I would go, I would just do it myself because I knew how to do it. And they were just like, "Where is all your urine?" I was like, "Oh, I just put it in the jug." They're like, "You're not supposed to do it. Like, can you stop working?" <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Oh. Were these your coworkers? Did you know them? No, I delivered at a different hospital because I did not want to know. Smart, smart. I was like, I've worked here for too long. Like, I don't want to see these people. You're like, you don't need to see my down there. Like, we no, just no. Moving. We'll keep the Punani private. Yeah. <laughs> oh my but goodness. Yeah, so it's like 24 hours go by and we're just sitting around. I like have my work laptop. I'm like working on my hospital bed because I feel perfectly fine. I'm not in labor. Like, I didn't think I was having a baby. And finally, my OB comes in and like the practice that I belong to, they have like six women providers. And so love them. We love a strong female presence. Mm-hmm. Um, but they make you meet all of the providers while you're oh. pregnant so that when you deliver, yeah. you know everyone and you're not like yeah. walking into the situation blind. So we're sitting there on Friday morning or Thursday afternoon. And the OB that I loved comes in and my husband was like, all right, we know you well enough now. Like give it to us straight. What are we doing? Like, are we going home? Are we having a baby? And she goes, Oh no, you're next to go down to labor and deliver. You're having a baby. We were like, <laughs> okay. And I think then I cried for like 20 minutes. Cause I was like, I'm not ready to do this. Aww. And yeah, then they induced me in the middle of the night and he came what time? Like almost six o'clock Friday afternoon. Wow. So it was wow. quite the process, but yeah. Yeah. Cause after oh. they, like I was 
progressing slowly and you always hear about everyone like in these long labors Mm -hmm. and they were like turning my Pitocin up like that was great and then um they broke my water which 10 out of 10 do not recommend for anyone Mm. without an epidural that makes the contractions like super painful right like and very fast I I, (laughs) oh my god first of all it was like the worst thing I've ever had happen to me like a pap smear and a pelvic are one thing this was like a long crochet hook oh that they put through your cervix and they have to like catch the bag what and that's how it breaks it yeah these are things they do not I mean like I just I never experienced that I had a scheduled c-section I showed up that day it was boom 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 but yeah the like wow yeah okay and I had so at this point I was a nurse practitioner but I wasn't board certified yet or working Mm -hmm. yet so like I had done my women's health rotation I had gone through all this stuff with women's health I worked with the midwives in a practice. So like I learned so much from them because people saw out the midwives like for OB. Mm-hmm. So I learned a ton from them. So that helped me feel more comfortable um, going into it. But then like the actual act of labor itself, I was like lost completely. Did you, and, did you want an epidural or were you like, I got this? So I wasn't against it, but I was like, I kind of want to try it on my own. Okay. Like, let's see how it goes. But then I didn't want to wait too long and then miss the opportunity. Yeah. Which now that I had one, I think next time I would try without. Oh. Like longer. But again, won't be too attached to it if I get one. Because like. It shifted. I didn't like the way it made me feel that like mm. lidocaine, novocaine, like shakiness that you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hated that feeling. Yeah. Um, and then it shifted when I was pushing. So like only my right leg was numb. Oh, which I fabulous. feel like Jamie <laughs> talked about too in her birth story. And I was like, oh, I relate to that. Oh. Um, yeah. So I think next time I'd be willing. But after they broke my water, just downhill slide real quick um things started happening like mad was sunny side up so they were like trying to do like spinning babies and move them all around and he was having d-cells and like my blood pressure was dropping his heart rate was dropping my placenta started ripping like oh yeah at that point I was like we can go for a c-section anytime (laughs) if you want to just open up the OR they're like like, nope we can do this I was like no let's, let's get it going Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, it's crazy. The thoughts that will go through your mind when like, you're just in so much pain. Like, and it's like, thank God people knew what you wanted so that they could kind of help you along the way. Because I feel like, yeah, all inhibitions kind of go out the door. Yeah. Well, and I (laughs) went into it without really a birth plan. Like, so I didn't, like women would come into the practice that I was in for clinic and they would have like Excel spreadsheets of birth plans. And I was like, okay. And then I never did that. <laughs> I was like, whatever works. Just, yeah. Just I'm right there with like, you. I'm just here. Like, I think my so. birth plan was just get these babies out of me healthily at 37 weeks, like get them, get them out healthy 
And let's yeah. do a C-section because I don't want to do both births. <laughs> and then take care of twins. I cannot imagine. I give so much credit to moms of multiples because I could not imagine, like, pushing one out was hard enough. Then having to push a second one out? Nah. See you in a week. Like, <laughs> keep that one inside. <laughs> we'll catch you. Oh, just, yeah. I was just learning all about, I can't remember what they're called, but there's it's a type of twins where... You get pregnant when you're already pregnant. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a special name this? for it. Yeah. You can yeah, get like pregnant I can't think for of the like name. three months after you were already pregnant. So there's two babies in you, but they're different yep. ages. And you yep. still have to deliver them both at the same time because it's unsafe yep. to just deliver one. Not yeah. it. Yeah. No. I know. It's crazy <laughs> what can happen. Um. Okay. So you are a nurse and you work full time. You went back at like four months. Um, Mm -hmm. what was like breastfeeding like and working full time like? So it's complicated. I, well, first of all, nursing wise, I work in a corporate office. So I work for a cardiology group inside of another practice. Um, but I work as a triage nurse now. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was working in the hospital. I'll be a nurse eight years this year. Um, and I was in the hospital for eight because I was an aide first. Okay. Um, and I was in the ER the most recent and I was there for three years and loved every second of it. Like love the adrenaline rush, love like know, the intensity. I know. <laughs> hey Murph, you coming in? Um, love the intensity. Like it was great. And then I just got like COVID happened. I got so burnt out it was just too much. And then I was pregnant and like every other night we had people assaulting the nurses and like, just wasn't it anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I left the bedside. I went to this company. Um, I actually like it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, and it kind of just like opened the doors to all the different things there are in nursing that, you know, you don't think about, Mm -hmm. but, um, so I went back to work. He was four months. Um, and the most intimidating thing was pumping away from him. Cause like I had already pumped, but not anything too serious. Like you have a little extra milk, you haven't nursed him. He's in bed. I'll pump before bed. Yeah. This is like pumping all day long. Every three hours he's going to eat. You're like, holy cow. So mm. then too, it's like, I can't leave my desk that often to pump and technically businesses don't have to pay you um for a lactation break which like sounds wrong but if you look through like the new york state handbooks and stuff it is correct they have to give you the allowed time but they don't have to pay you for it wow yeah so like our policy was like you can take a 30 minute break but you have to clock out go pump and then make up that time on your own oh right it's not yeah it's not designed for breastfeeding moms no not at all and I couldn't leave my desk three times a day for that long I was like and two when am I going to make that time up so Mm -hmm. thank god for portable pumps because Mm -hmm. I use that in the morning and in the afternoon and then on my lunch break I take my lunch and I go down to the whole office lactation room that is actually a community music room um there's a piano and like 
I really? The first week that I went back to work, I had a migraine every day because it was like the door wasn't open. Someone else was using it. Uh, it was, it smells like feet. To be honest. Ew. <laughs> I bought like those air fresheners now. Oh my God. Oh. Ew. I know. And I like, I wrote up this whole thing to HR. I was like, this is so bad. Like we're a medical company and we don't have a lactation room. And this is what I'm dealing with. And since then it was better, but it was just like, I wanted to quit that day. I was like, I think I'm done. I yeah. can't, I can't breastfeed anymore. I told my husband, I was like, this is, this is it. And he was like, no, like you're fine. You'll get used to it. I did. Um, things got easier. Um, actually, and one of the biggest things, and I'm sure you experienced this too with multiples, because there's so many bottles mm-hmm. and like so much pump parts. Mm-hmm. That that the sheer volume of that was so overwhelming. Yep. So actually, yep. I follow Carrie Locker on Instagram, uh-huh. and yeah. she posted the one day she was like, "When I don't have time for drying in between pumping, I use this, and it's um the Baby Brezza like sterilizer dryer." Uh huh. And I was like, "I got to do it. Changed my life. Mm. Like actually changed my life. I love this thing. I use it every single day, multiple times a day." Yeah. It's like my number one recommendation for no free ads. <laughs> I basically told my husband, I was like, look, if I'm doing all of this, you're in charge of the cleaning. Like you, you have to step it up and make sure you're on top of it. Because if you're not like you do, you need to be. And my husband records this podcast. So honey, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I I just always wondered that because I work full time, but I work from home and I also didn't go back to work until the babies were seven months. And so, okay, um, yeah, I just even when I was on maternity leave, pumping is a lot because not mm-hmm. only are you breastfeeding, but then you're pumping afterwards or mm-hmm. you're choosing not to feed them during that feeding time. Uh, and you're choosing to pump so that way you have a stash and then maybe they get what you already had pumped or they get formula and it's like this whole like vicious cycle of like how am I going to manage all this plus working right and let alone like man before the days where they had portable pumps and you had to be like plugged into a wall like Mm -hmm. just isolating and it's like I know, and I said this to our HR department too. I was like, I know it, the grass isn't greener on the other side because, like, the women I used to work with in the ER would pump in a closet in the ambulance bay. Like, mm. I know it's worse, but it's like we need that's not acceptable anymore. Like, we need yeah. to do better for moms and working yeah. moms and moms everywhere. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny because both California and New York are one of, are two of the most friendly states for moms um, and maternity leave and all that, but still really haven't hit the bar on the whole breastfeeding and pumping. Okay. So when we talked previously, you talked about wanting to become a lactation consultant. Where are you at with that? I am almost done with the course itself. Um, And then I have to take the certification exam, but let me tell you how much I am learning. Yeah, I want to hear, like, what are the things you've never heard before? Like, what's the TMI that moms need to know? 
That one's hard. I feel like, well, for one, everything that I got taught in the hospital by lactation consultants, I don't want to say it was wrong because like maybe it was right when they were trained. Yeah. Very outdated. So like we were just doing um, the proper like latch assessment. So like going into the home, seeing a mom latch the baby, trying to find like where our problems are that we can help fix. Um, And some of the things that they had them like critique people were telling me to do in the hospital. So I was like, mm. oh, okay. Like, what is the right way to check to make sure that they're latched? So they, there's like a whole checklist. Um, but they're initially looking for when you bring baby to breast, um, it's nose to nipple. So like mm-hmm. babies, even with that. And then tummy to mummy. I'm like testing myself already. I know. I'm like, pop quiz. (laughs) Um, And I want to say their hips are supposed to be like out wide, which also helps with digestion, Mm. weirdly enough. Okay. Um, But like thinking of how I learned how to do it was not that. And I struggled in the first like month or two because I have very flat nipples. Like, hello world, I have flat nipples. Um. So I had to use a nipple shield or I thought I had to use a nipple shield Mm. the whole time. And so that's like how we started breastfeeding. And then I had to wean him off of the nipple shield. It's just like, I feel like my set, if I have a second, like it'll be so different. Oh, well, you'll be like so well educated. And I think, you know, we talked briefly. We're going to have to go on for multiple conversations on the podcast because you have a lot you can share. And the one that like we talked about uh, was postpartum depression um, and dealing with just depression, anxiety. But also when you become a certified lactation consultant, we're going to have you on and be like, all right, let's go. Come on, show us. No. like <laughs> How do I'll we have do my, it? Like- felt boob and my they use a teddy bear in these videos they have like a little teddy bear and they're like perfect oh it's great though it it is it's fun um it's got to be really rewarding like once you get on the floor and are able to like help these moms like I remember I struggled with um with Harley latching and Graham he had a shallow latch so we were concerned he had like a tongue tie mm -hmm. um but once you can get them latched, I remember we met with a lactation consultant outside of the hospital afterwards and like we had the best appointment and we were like, oh my gosh, we're crushing it. Like she was celebrating yeah. us and we were like, yes. And we left and we're like, we're doing it. <laughs> so I know you're going to make such a like strong impact on, um, on the moms that you help with their breastfeeding journey. Yeah, I'm excited because I've even had a couple discussions with moms at my walk so far and we'll talk breastfeeding pumping all that stuff um I think the biggest thing is people are intimidated by pumping Mm -hmm. um which and I'm not saying it helped me because I had I gotten to do it my way I don't think I would have pumped so early but when Mab was born he had really low blood sugar Mm -hmm. um so they took him not to the NICU, but just to the regular nursery. And they like gave him a bottle, gave him some glucagon, like got his sugar back up. Um, 
but then they wanted us to supplement with formula while we were there and then they were like oh but you're also like still trying to breastfeed so let's have you pump and they like brought in like the hospital grade pump and Mm -hmm. so I started pumping right away but then I like got home and thought I needed to pump all the time too on top of like I said I think it led to an oversupply like because then he's getting blasted in the face when I was trying to breastfeed. <laughs> like, you got a fast flow, so watch it out. <laughs> I can, I'm not, I can do across the room. <laughs> oh, I woke up oh. just today and like my entire t-shirt was soaked. I was like, well. <laughs> oh man, oh. I'm right there with you this morning. It hasn't happened in a while, but like I... I had like a soaked shirt. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, what's going on here?" I had an we event think- on Friday, and we have to be talking about breastfeeding. And the one mom was like, "I can't wait until I'm done, and I can be bra free and bread." And I was like, "You wear bras to bed? That's a thing that keeps your milk in. What? Like we just leak everywhere and have musty sheets. Like thought that was everyone's norm. Guess it's not." I was like, "Well, yeah." I started wearing right. my pumping bras to, or my nursing bras to bed because I had like a thicker pad and yeah. I had to lay a towel down because yeah, I would wake up in like puddles, like I puddles. just let it happen. Oh God. Yeah. I know. Um, I know. Okay. And I was so paranoid at first too. I like would wear the pads and everything and then, you know, we just let it fly. Now you're like, Hey. <laughs> I was at the doctor's with Mab the other morning, and I didn't have a bra, and I was just like, well, here we are. (laughs) There's, like, milk dripping down. I'm like, all right, see you guys. Oh, that is, like, that is, I remember screaming at my husband, like, oh, my God, get me the babies, get me the babies, because I would be, like, braless, wearing a shirt, and, like, my milk would be dropping onto my toes as I'm trying to get to my babies. (laughs) Or I'd be changing a diaper, like his diaper first thing in the morning, and there's just milk pouring out on this changing table. And then you're like, buddy, I don't want it to be wasted, but so you're like, look at that. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. Their 21st birthday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well. We will wrap up here. Um, it was awesome chatting with you. You are amazing. You are doing a phenomenal job in Buffalo. And I can't wait to come visit and meet the moms in your area. Um, will you plug your personal social accounts and your um, your mom walk social accounts so people can find you? Sure. Um, my personal is Melv 66 even though I haven't changed my last name yet. Oh. Um, and the mom's is mom walk co Buffalo on Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming today. If you guys are in the Buffalo area, you need to check out Melanie's walks. Um, you will have a phenomenal time. She always has great sponsors at her walk. So you will definitely walk away with a great coffee. Um, maybe a new mom friend and potentially some good goodies. So if you don't live in the Buffalo area, though, check out our website, themomwalkcollective.com. Go to our walk finder, type in your zip code, find a walk near you. 
If we do not have a walk near you yet, go to our ambassador page on our website and apply to become an ambassador. You'll hear back from us on the first of every month. And this was a phenomenal episode. Thank you so much, Melanie. And we love you, mamas. Take care. Bye.